With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WTAW news time is five minutes after seven. It's 46 degrees. News is presented by Gilmore Electric Express. They're voted best electrician of the Brazos Valley. For home electrical service, don't settle for less. Call Gilmore Electric Express at 979-77-LIGHT. Good morning, I'm Chelsea Reber. College Station police detectives served a high-risk search warrant on Glenna Court off Graham Road this morning. According to a CSPD tweet, the search warrant was in relation to last week's warrant where detectives were searching for physical evidence of the early January violent home invasion involving Clayton Rowley and Nia Davis. One person was detained and no injuries were reported. The SWAT team, hostage negotiation team, and bomb squad assisted in this morning's search warrant. Three Brazos County jail employees are disciplined for what they did not do that led to a jail inmate being sexually assaulted by three other inmates in October of 2022. A sheriff's office news release says for not following policy and training on doing cell checks, punishment ranged from suspension without pay to demotion. The announcement comes after Brazos County paid the victim $500,000. And the sheriff's announcement came the same day as the end of a jury trial against one of the accused. 19-year-old Fidel Sanchez Jr. of Benchley admitted to what the district attorney's office described as prolonged psychological and physical aggravated sexual assault. Sanchez was sentenced to 50 years and waived his right to appeal. A College Station woman with an active warrant returns to jail for theft with one prior conviction. 44-year-old Roberta Adams was caught shoplifting from the West Bryan Walmart Tuesday afternoon. According to the BPD arrest report, a search of the suspect's backpack revealed two packages of medicine, mayonnaise, and sliced cheese. According to online jail records, this is Adams' 11th time in the Brazos County Jail in four years. Brazos County's new Better Living for Texans agent was introduced at this week's county commission meeting. District Extension Administrator Eric Zimmerman made the introduction after County Judge Dwayne Peters asked for the proper pronunciation. Laura Jorgensen Chernahoy. Yes, okay. she told me that this morning because for okay. four and a half years I've been saying it wrong also. Okay. <laughs> Laura Jorgensen Turnahoy, who previously worked in Harris and Montgomery counties, follows Katie McGill, who held that position for three years. A proclamation recognizing Brazos County Walk Across Texas 2024 was read at this week's county commission meeting. AgriLife Extension agent Flora Williams thanked commissioners for their support and for participating. Each year we have over 200 teams participate and um, thank you to, I know um, Commissioner Barry, um, you participated last year. So um, we thank you and I know in the past some of you others have. So we want to see you all in there. Commissioner Nancy Barry had one thing to say. Everybody get their tennies on. Walk Across Texas kicks off February 10th. Registration and more information is online at howdyhealth.tamu.edu. Texas A&M University's president is working on three studies. During a visit on our show, his chief of staff, Dr. Susan Balabina, says the furthest along is a space allocation study. Even with those cranes in the air, space is at a premium, sure. right? And and with our kind of growth, we're, we're trying to keep up with the space demands and having nice facilities. Um, so he charged a group to do a space allocation study. That's near complete. Balabina says multiple things will happen when the results are released. Some people will move around. Some people 
people will consolidate space. They found some space that wasn't well utilized that we'll be able to take better advantage of. They'll have recommendations for some renovations of existing space. Valabina says the other two studies cover capacity and student experience. WTAW news time is eight minutes after seven. It's 46 degrees. News is presented by Gilmore Electric Express. More news at 730 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. Good morning, 710. Infomaniacs here on a Thursday morning. Glad you're with us. Let's have a look at our weather. Brought to you this morning by United Roofing and Sheet Metal, home of the Duralash Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com. More constant sunshine today. Temperatures will get up close to 70. Partly cloudy tonight. Patchy fog develops low in the middle 50s. Clouding back up Friday. Breezy and mild. High in the lower 70s. Showers and thunderstorms developing Friday night. Breezy. Low in the upper 50s. Showers and storms end Saturday morning. Becoming partly sunny in the afternoon. High in the upper 60s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620-945-WTAW. It was a rough night for the Texas teams in the NBA. We'll have those scores from last night coming up in sports. All right, there you go. 7-Eleven, I got a question out there for you this morning. Is What is the first alcoholic beverage you remember consuming? Let us know. Yep, 979-695-1620. Someone texted in and said bourbon and Coke. Okay. Somebody else uh, along those same lines said the same thing, but they accidentally took a sip of my dad's rum and coke. Ah. I thought it was just coke. Ah. I still don't like rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody said peppermint schnapps Woo. was the first thing. Okay. Uh, somebody else said by choice, a Smirnoff ice in my teens as a medicinal cure from my granny, whiskey mixed with honey and lemon to cure a cough. Sure. As a kid, I was probably, what, six or seven when mm-hmm. she started doing oh, that. Man. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Uh, somebody else said my first alcohol as a child I it was a martini. My dad made sure I would stay away from all alcohol by granting Curious Me a taste of his martini. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Somebody else said Heineken beer. Uh-huh. Uh, got my first taste of beer, I was told, at about two years old. It was a Lone Star. My godfather uncle worked there, and being Polish, beer was a common beverage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. And then somebody else said rum. My mother used to rub it on our gums when we were teething. All right. That's oh, yeah. okay. Now, yeah. that's uh, the, we got that same uh, advice, but it was Southern Comfort. Oh, okay. That our pediatrician said. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah, because that's kind of sweet as well. Uh-huh. And then a couple of you had Boone's Farm for the first oh, time. Yeah. Gotta love oh, yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah, let us know. Uh, 979-695-1620. Do need your first and last name if you want a chance to win some stuff. And of course, I was, uh, I'm reading a book right now that's a period piece from back when water was not safe. And... Wine and beer was drunk regularly because yeah. that was the only thing that was safe. Mm. And what they would do is they just water it down, so the kids were actually maybe getting some alcohol, but not ne- necessarily sure. what the, the grown-ups were doing. So yeah. it's been been huh. part of our world for for a long time. Yeah. So we've got uh, February ahead of us. Let's see if we can uh, let's find out. Have a list of things that are interesting here. Uh, we have, of course, the Pro Bowl, which we're all excited about this Sunday. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they have them, that. what, like doing stuff. They're not, it's oh, not like a game, it is it? It's stuff now. Yeah, okay. they, it's like a flag football game. Right. And, you know, okay. uh, but it's it, not, you know nobody watches it. Right. Exactly. But you know what's interesting? And I don't know why I thought of it. I guess because his name's Greg Olson, right? Mm-hmm. He, he does the broadcast. And so when, when they, you know, show his name, his little lower third, you know, it's like three-time Pro Bowler. Okay. And, and it's still an accolade, right, that people sure. want and people use, but it's also hilarious because nobody cares. So they, they use the Pro 
Pro Bowl, you're right, as like an accolade. But f- for players and stuff, they don't actually most of them don't play get, because they know that no, they, they don't. They don't think because I recently heard someone's like, you're ten time Pro Bowler. It's like, well, that right. doesn't. I mean, that's not because what happens is a lot of these guys just don't want to go to the Pro Bowl. So it's like, all right, well, and I think they'll still get the the label. They'll be able to say I was a Pro Bowler, but sure. I backed out for whatever reason. And I'm sure they still have it. But to them, it's it's the All Pro. Those are the things that sure. matter. The All Pro votes, not oh, the Pro okay. Bowl. Doesn't. I mean, you could say you're a five time Pro Bowler and. and you know, okay, so all pro is something all pro that is, is much different. different. Yeah, okay. that's yeah, yeah, that's, and that's it. The, the whole thing has changed so much. Yeah, the, you know, if you go way, way back, way, way back, they put together a team of college all Americans to play the best NFL team. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean that, that was a long time ago, but they did that. And then with the Pro Bowl, yeah, okay, well look, we'll move it to Hawaii. How about that? You know, because what was the inducement for somebody who's making X million dollars a year? To go play another football game where they might get hurt. Right, so yeah. And, and now that's that why they, they made it the flag football. Sure. But nobody cared. Nobody watches it. Nope. It's not It's nope. just not It's not for everyone. Of course, Super Bowl, that's number 58. That'll be uh, Sunday okay. week. Uh, we have the Daytona 500, February the 18th. That'll mm. be here before you know it. Uh, award shows, lots of stuff. Grammys will be on Sunday, if you care. The final uh, Curb You and your enthusiasm uh, starts the same day. Abbott Elementary, which is apparently pretty popular. Yeah, it's gotten a ton of nom nominations yeah. okay. uh, this this year. They're back on the seventh with their new season. NCIS okay. starts their twelfth uh, season, uh, the, uh, returns to the twelfth, which is a new season. Uh, also, Love Is Blind, it's their fourteenth season. <laughs> uh, okay, that's fine. Young Sheldon. Uh, Blue Bloods, lots of other stuff uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, Mardi Gras on the 13th. Don't oh, let that sneak up on you. There you go. Oh. You know about Valentine's Day. We've talked about that. President's- Same day as Ash Wednesday. Yeah, it is, isn't yes. it? Yes, and uh, apparently it's the first time that that's happened since 1945. So what's that going to mean? How's I that don't know. Gonna, you know, all right. Yeah, the thing is with Ash Wednesday, you know, a lot of people, they decide to, um, you know, they, they give up something for sure. Lent. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to give up chocolate this year, you may need to double think <sighs> that. Really? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Pre- President's Day is on the 19th, just so you know, because you'll get that day off. Probably a lot of people will. Uh, Groundhog Day course is tomorrow. We've got National Pizza Day coming up on the 9th. Woo. It's a latte day on the 11th. Drink wine day on the 18th. All right. Margarita yeah. day, double it up there on Woo. the 22nd. Okay, I'll do that too. And of course, as we mentioned, it's a leap year. So we got that. Oh, yeah. Did you know that if we didn't have leap days, our seasons would flip it like would completely flip every 750 years. Where, where did you get that? I mean, from I, Morning I, Brew. Is that so? It right? says yes, which I feel like is a pretty credible source. It is. Yeah. It says that if we didn't have leap years, our seasons would completely flip about every 750 years. Wow. Oh wow. That's yeah. Deep. So it has to do with I, I, the keeping the calendar straight. Sure does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, oh man, that's interesting. Isn't that wild? It I is. just read that this yeah. morning. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of. So believe it or don't. Yeah, the sun <laughs> is preparing to undergo a magnetic pole reversal. Okay. Something that apparently happens every eleven years. We didn't even know that. No. Or I didn't. I, I guess mean, some people did. I mean, I'm not surprised did. I didn't. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Unlike Earth, which takes hundreds of thousands of years for its pole to flip. The sun shuffle is pretty much quick. The last pole reversal occurred in 2013. Mm. So you can expect another one to happen sometime this year. Okay. The solar cycle, which includes uh, the pole reversal, only causes minor impact on the Earth's climate. So 
there. Yeah, I was gonna. That would that would be my other question. What does it do? But right. it sounds like not much. But that's fine. We're not flipping seasons because burrito season. Burrito <laughs> season. There we go. Last week, Chipotle announced that they are hiring nineteen thousand workers over the next month. The reason is, according to their 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 uh, evidence, this is the beginning from March until May of burrito season. They say it's the busiest Their time of year. Busiest time of Isn't year. Isn't that weird? Do celebrate this or, well, or do no, they make it no, 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 because no. this is the busy time? No, no I think Chipotle is just saying this is the busiest time so they call it burrito, burrito season. Right, right, right. right okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so but, it's odd, <laughs> but it's odd to me that 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 I don't know what I wonder why people what gravitate to towards yeah. burritos and bowls during that during that time. I'm glad you asked. That. Oh, okay. okay. We have info. We do, as a matter of fact. So the weather and daylight are the two things that matter. Okay. The weather starts to get warmer in a lot of places in the country, and the sun is out longer, and apparently that causes people to eat burritos. Okay. That's what they say. Huh. I mean, if you think about it, you're like, oh, it's a it's a it's a bright day, it's a sunshiny day, it's great. Like, I want to go get some burritos and chips and guac. That's I it. Don't yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, I, guess I can it's see it. Kind of festive. Yep. So the company Square, the company that makes those little white yeah. credit card reader things, they confirmed this that March through May last year saw a twenty percent increase in burrito sales compared with the three months before. <laughs> such a wild... It's so it is. funny. It's a it's concept cool you yeah. would never, right, never exactly. really think about. It huh. turns out that burritos aren't the only food that gets springtime boost. Warmer spring weather encourages more people just to dine out, and that increases foot traffic at all restaurants. Warmer weather also brings more social activities, which means that people are looking either to dine out, maybe do it in groups, maybe place or, uh, orders to get catering done. So it's getting to be the good time again as far as the food business is concerned. Huh. So I can definitely see how food trucks do more business. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when weather is better and, yep. you know, outdoor dining becomes a little bit more popular. And I don't know, I guess just more festive things. Mm-hmm. One more reason to eat more, folks. There- 722, the Infomania on a uh, Thursday. So uh, an actual year is 365 days, six hours, and a bit more. Okay. Mm. One of our texters letting us uh, know about that. When was the last time you saw a cartoon, like a, a, a movie cartoon type thing, you know, like oh. six or seven minutes? See? Think about that. Because they put out this list, uh, movieweb.com put together a list of the best cartoon characters of all time. Okay. And it made me stop and think, when was the last time you watched a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Now, I mean, and you're you're not you're not counting like animated movies. No, no, not really. No, like um, a TV cartoon. Yeah, like you right. watch on Saturday mornings. Right, that or for instance, you know, while I'm I hate to admit it, I've watched The Family Guy from time to time. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, know, there are the adult Simpsons, cartoons. They, would, they yeah. would they would fall into that. Yeah, so. I never got into. I really never got into adult cartoons. Now. Me sitting down and watching a cartoon, yeah, it's been a few years. Me seeing the cartoons that Wyatt is watching on her tablet or okay. on the TV, like I'm yeah. around it more. And obviously, Sean, you are too in, in this stage of your life. But. A little bit of exposure there when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, some, but not, yeah, we're not, she's not quite at the That's age where true. she's watching okay. yet. But I mean, eventually, yeah, it'll be, you know, the, that, you know, your Paw Patrols and stuff like that. Sure. Now, back in the day, we, uh, and uh, we've played some of the audio from their commercials, the Flintstones mm. used to be a prime time cartoon show. Yeah. And, you know, they had Fred and Barney smoking Winston's out behind the house. <laughs> I mean, or not out. I mean, they were they were not trying to sneak it. Winston's are great and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the cartoons just don't seem to be part of the world beyond, you know, when you're like a kid. So they put together this list. So here's their 10. Number 10 is Optimus Prime from the Transformers. 
Number nine is Snoopy and Charlie Brown. Now, see, okay, now they had some specials, but not not an ongoing yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, number six is Tom and Jerry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Five is Fred Flintstone. Four is uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, I think I skipped Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. Oh, yeah, that's a big okay. one. And yeah, Scooby-Doo. Is. I guess we knew Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, number three is the entire Simpsons family. Okay. N- number two is Bugs Bunny, and number one is the mouse. So. The, oh, okay, Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, those all check out, I but guess. Mickey's everywhere. Yeah. You know, you see Mickey someplace else. I just thought it was True. very odd that in 2023 they would decide that they wanted to list the most popular Cartoon characters when They're cartoons really aren't popular anymore. I, I, I was, first, my first thought when I think of cartoons is still kind of what you said, Chelsea. This the Saturday morning car, like Looney Tunes is what comes to mind for me. You know, like Sylvester and mm, that. But, but I, I guess there's so many different cartoons. No, I don't know. I don't watch it that much. But I think they do a lot of science and information shows for kids on Saturday mornings. Yeah, that right. Yeah, about, maybe yeah, more educational I mean, they, yeah, type yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you have young kids, you can <laughs> certainly uh, help us with less that. like anvils falling on heads these days. <laughs> yeah, you and know, more, right, you know, right, other Stuff. Where's Wiley Coyote? Right, he yeah. needs to be in there. And yeah. Acme uh, everything and yeah, anything. That's right. TNT and yeah. blowing up barrels. So we're talking about the, the last hour, how government gets into your business and all that sort of stuff. Now, the yesterday, I think the Congress passed a bipartisan bill that's going to give a tax cut. And also there's going to be a larger child credit. And they're going to be given bigger paychecks to people. And so they always like the government when they do that. Of they course. don't mind if the government gets into their business. Well, unless they don't do it right, which is what happened in Oklahoma. Some Oklahoma teachers were overjoyed when they received bonus checks from the state of fifteen to fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Bonuses were paid as part of a program to encourage applicants for tough to fill jobs like special education and early elementary classrooms. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Months later, the state demanded some of the payments back. Oh, Oh, no. Saying they were paid in error due to a faulty screening process. Oh, yep. Well, not my problem. It was their fault. They did it. According to The Guardian, I don't know why we have to get this out of some newspaper in Great Britain. We're not talking about it over here. Some state legislators from both parties think the teachers should be allowed to keep the payments. You think? Yeah. How can you possibly argue that? Well, you said months later. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. It's not like the next day they were like, oh, whoa, 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 we're going to have to cancel that check. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. It's like, oh, you've already put that into your savings <laughs> that's account. Right. You've already spent that money. Yeah, we're going to need it back. Teachers in Oklahoma average about 54.80 a year. That makes them 38th in the nation. But can you imagine making that much money and receiving a $50,000 yeah. check? Yeah. Yeah, even right. on the low I feel like end, I would have won. Yeah, yeah, even a $15,000, I would have been like, hmm, that's interesting. Yep. All right. So, anyway, <laughs> wow. I hope they get that worked out there in the, uh, the state up to our north. WTAW News Time is 7.31, and it is 47 degrees. News is presented by American Momentum Bank, building financial success one client at a time. Equal Housing Lender member, FDIC. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. One person was detained during a high-risk search warrant in College Station this morning. According to CSPD tweets, detectives, the SWAT and hostage negotiation teams, and bomb squad assisted in the search warrant on Glenna Court off Graham Road just before 6 a.m. The search warrant was in relation to last week's warrant where detectives were searching for physical evidence of the early January violent home invasion involving Clayton Rowley and Nia Davis. CSPD did not identify the detained person. No injuries were reported. 
Three studies are underway at Texas A&M's flagship campus. The president's chief of staff, Dr. Susan Balabina, discussed all three during her visit on our show. She says one of the newer studies covers capacity. The capacity study really will look at university growth, faculty to student ratios, making sure we've got that right, making sure the infrastructure is strong to support the number of students we have. Balabina says they're also starting a student experience study, which is one of the things that makes A&M unique. The experience in Aggieland and at Texas A&M University and the traditions, and, and we want to make sure we maintain the experience that is so unique to our former students that they care so deeply mm. about this institution that they give back. They give back, yeah, important. That, yeah. that all relates it to does. their experience here as a student. Balabina says a space allocation study is nearing completion and results will be released soon. Representatives from Walk Across Texas were at this week's county commission meeting. County Judge Dwayne Peters read a proclamation declaring February 10th through April 4th, Brazos County, Walk Across Texas, 2024. Whereas it's never too late to start an active lifestyle, no matter how old you are, how unfit you feel, or how long you've been inactive, research shows that starting a more active lifestyle now through regular, moderate activity can make you healthier and improve your quality of life. Precinct 1 Commissioner Steve Aldrich asked about the most recent program winner. Who's the current holder of the traveling ten, the brass tennis shoe that we need to displace? The Welber, which precinct's out in Welburn? Precinct one. Precinct one. Precinct one has a golden shoe. Okay, and and what which team was it from Precinct one? <laughs> The eight-week program kicks off on February 10th. Register your team online at howdyhealth.tamu.edu. A new Better Living for Texans agent was announced at the county commission meeting on Tuesday morning. Extension Administrator Eric Zimmerman introduced Laura Jorgensen Turnahoy. She's been in Harris County, as I said, for four and a half years. Prior to that, she was in Montgomery County as a program assistant, and it's got uh, close to 30 years of professional experience postgraduate work. Jorgensen Turnahoy follows Katie McGill, who held the position for three years. I just hope to bring, you know, my passion for the position and the experience with the position to just keep doing my work, keep doing the programs that um, affect everybody's lives um, in a positive way and make, you know, positive health changes in the community of Brazos County. Jorgensen Turnerhoy's first official day is Monday. The first of three Brazos County jail inmates charged with sexually assaulting a fourth inmate in October of 2022 went on trial this week. After the jury heard from the victim, the trial came to an end when the accused entered a plea agreement with the district attorney's office. 19-year-old Fidel Sanchez Jr. of Benchley was sentenced to 50 years and waived his right to appeal for what the DA's news release states was the prolonged physical and psychological torment of the victim. The same day as the plea agreement, the Brazos County Sheriff's Office announced disciplinary action against three employees for failing to properly check jail cells. Punishment ranged from demotion to suspension without pay. Last December, the victim received $500,000 to settle a lawsuit they filed against Brazos County. A Bryan police officer requests a higher bond, bond conditions, and supervised bond release on charges against a 20-year-old Bryan man who was arrested Tuesday. According to the BPD arrest report, Charleston Jones Jr. exited his vehicle during a traffic stop and began running away while holding a handgun, which he disposed of during the foot chase. He was caught and the handgun was found. Marijuana was also found during a search of his vehicle. 
According to online jail records, it is Jones's fourth arrest since 2021. The officer's letter to the judge states Jones is a documented criminal gang member with an apparent disregard for law and safety and well-being of others. He's held in lieu of bonds totaling $70,000. An Iola man returns to the Brazos County Jail for the 11th time in eight years. 31-year-old Jonathan Compion is accused of squatting in a College Station home. According to the CSPD arrest report, the owner of the property called police after seeing personal items in the residence that was supposed to be unoccupied. Compion was found in a back bedroom closet. He's held in lieu of a $5,000 bond. WTAW news time is 7:36. It's 47 degrees. News is presented by American Momentum Bank. For more, go to wtaw.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. Good morning, it's the Infomaniacs. It's a Thursday morning. Glad you're with us. Let's have a look at our weather. It's brought to you this morning by the folks at Malik. Malik Heating and Air can eliminate the toughest odors guaranteed or your money back. Restore comfort to your home. Malik, feel the difference. More constant sunshine today. Temperatures will get up close to 70. Partly cloudy tonight. Patchy fog develops low in the middle 50s. Clouding back up Friday. Breezy and mild. High in the lower 70s. Showers and thunderstorms developing Friday night. Breezy. Low in the upper 50s. Showers and storms end Saturday morning. Becoming partly sunny in the afternoon. High in the upper 60s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620 WTAW. A&M men's and women's basketball are going to be back in action this weekend after a week off. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. There you go. We're into uh, February. That means dry January is in the rearview mirror. What was the first alcoholic drink you remember? Let us know about that. Someone texted in and said, I'm Czech. So, of course, beer was my first alcoholic beverage. Somebody said, a Tom Collins. My dad drank it. I snuck a taste when he went to see what my sibling were disrupting. <laughs> uh, get this. Somebody said early junior high beer mixed with Kool-Aid. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, somebody else said a, it's called a velvet nut cocktail. My dad made them on holidays. We were allowed to have a little glass. Oh. Somebody said a tickle pink. It was terrible. I'm not even sure what yeah, that I don't is. Know what that uh, and somebody else said uh, I had a sip from grandpa Schlitz out of the keg. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So let us know. Uh, we do need your first and last name if you want a chance to win some stuff this morning. Our number is 979-695-1620. So I'm like six, maybe five, five or six, mm-hmm. having a party at the house. Um, and I, I, it's one of those things you still, I, I still remember. They, they were red glasses mm-hmm. and a little gold circle around the rim or whatever. The parents, the grownups are in the other part of the house. And I guess my brother was there with me. My brother's four years older than I am. Okay. But there were glasses that people hadn't finished on the table. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just, you know, I drank three or four of those. Oh. (laughs) All right. Maybe. And, you know, and it was, it was fine. Did they taste good? Got a little dizzy. Yeah, they were okay. I okay. mean, it was good. they were okay. Five and or six. Wow. Well, I mean, just stay up. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, and I I do remember that at some point later in the evening after the people had left, I'm sitting on top of the kitchen stool under the light in the kitchen, really feeling unusual. I think yes. My, yeah. My brother was laughing at me. And, I'm uh, sure. My, yeah. my parents came in and, and uh, when he, he said, he he drank out of the glasses and they laughed, which you know today probably they'd be hauled off yeah, they'd be for like, doing oh, that no. yeah. delinquency of a yeah. child or something <laughs> like that. But it wasn't until later. I mean, 
20 years later, I had my first bourbon and Coke, and I went, oh, that's what that was. That was my birthday oh, party drink. Oh, I knew right. what that was. That was that party <laughs> drink I had. Yeah. That's so funny. My my first alcoholic beverage sip was a Smirnoff ice. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> mine would have been, I think, just accidentally, same as a lot of these texters, accidentally when I was little, taking a sip out of a cup that had a drink in it yeah. where I thought it was like a Diet Coke or something and taking a sip. I remember it was being like beer. Yeah. I mean, like, well, okay, this is not Diet Coke. That's wrong. Well, I mean, gotcha, I, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I, I, obviously, I, my, I wasn't doing it accidentally and I right. did it more than once, so it was okay. But yeah, I, just I, don't didn't think, realize. I don't think I ever accidentally mm-hmm. drank like one of my parents' drinks or anything mm-hmm. like that. I did get very close to drinking a Mike's hard lemonade because I thought it was oh, lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I remember thinking, and it was just in our fridge. And I remember thinking hard. I feel like that might mean it's for adults, oh, but I'm yeah. not yeah. sure. And it was I, easy to drink. Right. And I, you know, <laughs> yeah, and right, you're, you're like, like you're, you know, you're looking at the, I'm looking at the label. I'm trying to see if it says alcohol and I must've eventually seen it and been like, Oh, but they, it, it wasn't super obvious yeah. if you didn't know. And so, cause I remember like, Ooh, mom bought new lemonade drinks. What is this? <laughs> so oh, it got really close to being that it was not, but yeah, it was just a, a good old smearing off ice. All right. A Milwaukee woman who lost her dog ended up having him found at a local bar a mile away from her home. This is Jenny talking about it. It was kind of just getting dark. I was outside with all three dogs. I'm looking and where's Bear? After about 15 or 20 minutes, I was just in tears. I was just... Because he's old, he's got a heart condition. Aww. I'm like, where could he have gone, right? Then we get a text, and they said, your dog is down at Finks. <laughs> Great, I'm relieved, he's okay, but what's he doing in a bar? <laughs> they took good care of him, and I guess he was pretty popular. Bear, the dog in the bar. Bear at the bar. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> How funny. Right. So, once again, though, we need to continue to think about our health, right? Uh, the commissioner's court apparently uh we're talking about that uh, this week yes huh? walk across texas it's kicking off february 10th yeah. and uh yeah here's a little bit more audio from county judge whereas it's never too late to start an active lifestyle no matter how old you are how unfit you feel or how long you've been inactive research shows that starting a more active lifestyle now through regular moderate activity can make you healthier and improve your quality of life Yep. No matter how old you are. Judge Peters, we agree completely. 100%. There apparently is a story about that. It does get harder to lose weight or gain muscle as you age. Sure. But 50% of U.S. Americans still believe that their best physical days are ahead of them. Oh, okay. Sooner or later. It's a good it's a they're, good mindset to have. Right, yeah. They're 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 not ready to start right now right. with that new fitness My best regimen. physical days are ahead. Right. They, but I'm just going to make it harder for myself by not starting today. If I don't today. start now, it just it's going to get harder. Yeah. I, was, and that's something I really do keep in mind. I'm like, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing today because it's it's going to become so much harder to do it later. Without yeah. a doubt, we all go through that situation where your um your activity level changes. You keep eating the same stuff, but your activity level changes and all of a sudden, well, my pants don't fit or oh, right. whatever. You yeah. know? Right. And that's what happens. Well, and I look at people who do have gone through tremendous changes, whether it's a, a massive weight loss journey or getting back in shape. And I'm like, so impressed by people like that because 
I don't know if I could do it, which is why I am doing my best to not, to not get to that point. Get there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, I agree. Anytime I see anything, we've talked about this, uh, Chelsea, I think on the podcast, but even at the gym, I, I've seen, I have one person in my mind that I've seen over a few years mm-hmm. really lose a lot of weight. Yeah. And you just think like that is someone that said, hey, look, I'm going to do this and then did it. And that is hard to do. It's so hard. Average American expects it to take about six weeks of a new fitness routine before they start seeing the fruits of their labor. Mm. That's the problem. That's the hard part. Yeah, and that's patience. why it's tougher for women. I understand, right? Yes, women it, weight or loss. you'll start seeing it quickly, but that plateau happens sure. and then you get frustrated yeah. and it's really easy to go backwards. Yep. So be aware of it, but mm-hmm. we're, we're going to get there. We're just not quite there yet. We're just trying to give you a little grace. That's for sure. So uh, dancing coming up on Saturday. We're, I mean, Chelsea and I think are pretty jazzed about I'm being so there. I'm so jazzed. Yeah. Yep. We're, we had a practice yesterday, but uh, I do have bad news. Uh, I hurt my knee practicing yesterday. Oh, no. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, just like, you know, turning and twisting and, and up sure. and downs, and it's fine, whatever, been doing it all week. And it, I mean, it was like a little tweak, you know, I've had tweaks in my knee before, you know, you know, even be it lifting weights or running or, or playing mm-hmm. sports. Fine. Uh, this one was a little different, kind of, I don't know, it, I, it, we kept dancing. But then eventually it was like, no, I I have to actually stop because this is like I can't put weight on it. Ah. Uh, so it was kind of so I'm not sure. So we stopped for the night, okay. went home, put ice on it, took some ibuprofen for the swelling. Um, this morning, it's not a lot better. Mm. I can feel it swollen inside of it. Okay. And it's feeling a little inflamed. Hard, hard to get up the stairs into the building on that left knee. Oh, dear. So it's oh not. I, I'm kind of scared that it's not okay. I, I think we're going to. What I'm going to try to do is just take. To, we were going to practice tonight. I think I'm going to take today off yeah. and see. I mean, I've already Rest. Googled, you know, like an orthopedic. <laughs> because Google this. Okay, right. I'm like, oh, uh, an actual I, no, doctor. No, not to see if yeah. I could just like go in and yeah. if, if they tell me, hey, don't don't dance see, on I don't that. want you to go to a doctor. They're, yeah, they're going to tell you no. They're yeah. going to say, don't do it. No, they're absolutely going to tell me. We got to fight through the pain. What yeah. I need to do is see someone that I, I want to find someone that'll just give me like a shot. Yeah. No, we need ice on it or something like that. Give well, it a yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. Give, me a, give me a corta. You know those. Corta. We all we all know what happens in those medical tents on the sidelines. Like I'm not. I'm not. I know what's going on in there. Give me one. Yeah. Give me what you're giving the NFL player. If, if we, you're a medical tent doctor, text us. So t- I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Help. I truly don't know what to do. I'm sitting here. I've got all this family coming in, <gasps> and I'm like, and and last night I didn't think I was like, yeah, it'd be fine. But then like as the night went on, I was like, no, this is not. This good. isn't working. And then this morning I'm like, this. Still this not working. This may not be good. Oh, I don't no. Know. Oh, it's no. all for a good cause. It is raising hey, money. You've got so. two brothers. Can you just shove one of them in your Well, space? the good news is Miranda's <laughs> husband has been with us the whole time doing music. Oh. So I think he could easily just jump in if okay. he needed to. Oh, so okay. the dance would go on, but it would be really, really, really frustrating for me to not be well, able to do and, that. But if you have to be, but here's the deal if for some reason you're put on the injured reserve uh-huh. and you can't do that, then while you're sitting there, you're going to have to have that knee really wrapped up so people can see that That's there's right. a real yeah. problem right there. Get crutches. Get crutches. Yeah, get some crutches. Yeah. Good morning. I'm Sean Burnett with your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. 
Texas A&M men's tennis' Tiago Perez was named the SEC Co-Freshman of the Week after going 3-0 in singles and getting a pair of doubles wins to begin the spring. His week was highlighted by a ranked singles win against number 19 Georgia. He's now 5-1 on the year. The number 14 ranked Aggies will make their first home appearance this spring Friday at noon against SMU. The Aggies are 4-0 headed into the match and have wins over Auburn and Georgia. Texas A&M Volleyball added a veteran libero to the squad as they signed Ellie Stinson to the 2024 signing class. Head coach Jamie Morrison said she's a proven talent at the libero position and one of the best defenders in the game. Stinson will be a senior and transferred from Northwestern where she led the Wildcats to their largest conference win total in four years. Texas A&M men's basketball had Tuesday off and will turn their attention to Florida for a matchup Saturday afternoon at Reed Arena. The Aggies are 12-8 overall and 3-4 in conference play. The guys are coming off a home loss to Ole Miss last weekend. Saturday's game will tip off at 3 o'clock and you can listen on 1620-945-WTAW. A&M women's basketball will also be looking to bounce back this weekend after a road loss to Florida last Saturday. The team is 15-5 overall and 3-4 and in conference play. They'll take on Mississippi State Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock at Reed Arena. You can listen to that game on The Zone, 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. In the NBA, the Houston Rockets lost to the New Orleans Pelicans 110-99 at home last night. They'll take on the Toronto Raptors tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. The Dallas Mavericks lost big to the Timberwolves last night on the road. Dallas played without stars Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Head coach Jason Kidd was asked about the team's chemistry following the loss. Yeah, I think just, you know, understanding that we got good looks uh, there in the first half. Timmy got great looks. Uh, it just didn't go down for us uh, in the first half, but we continue to keep playing. Um, we're down four um, in the second half. We got good looks that just, again, didn't go down. And I think we got to understand we just got to keep fighting um, and understand the big thing is if things don't go our way, we just got to f- stay together. And, and again, tonight, uh, uh, give Minnesota credit. They're a very good team. They knocked down threes. Cat was uh, efficient, um, and so we got to do a better job there. Up next, they'll play the Bucks Saturday at 7:30. The San Antonio Spurs lost another one last night, 108 to 98. They'll host the Pelicans tomorrow night. That's your morning sports update on 1620-945 WTAW. I'm Sean Burnett. You guessed it, it's Thursday, it's almost 8 o'clock, it's time for Jokes with Sean. Okay, we had to kick Cinderella off the soccer team. Why? She kept running away from the ball. (laughs) (laughs) What's the most important thing an elephant looks for when buying a car? All right. Trunk space. Uh, (laughs) Oh, gotta have space for the trunk. You have to, they're big. Yeah. All right, one more. You can't start a race in Finland that ends in Norway. Why not? Because before you get there, you'll reach the finish line. Oh, the finish line. Very nice. We do this on Thursdays. Uh, Obviously, we're in dire need of jokes. (laughs) I liked today. These were cute. They were. Just because you send them to them doesn't mean we'll use them, Uh but uh, we just feel like it's part of what we need to do for you to get you headed toward Friday. Jokes with Sean, a regular Thursday feature when we remember it on the Infomaniacs. 
So we talked, I think, earlier this week about some state that was going, maybe it's California, was going to put a maximum, you couldn't go more than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit or something yeah, like that. Governors on cars, yep. okay? Well, apparently they've got a different point of view of that when it comes to um, driving your cars in Missouri, there, uh, Illinois. There's a congressman who has introduced legislation that says police cannot pull somebody over unless they're going more than 25 miles an hour over the speed limit. Wow. So if you're going 23 over, you can't do that. So that means some guy could go by you like 90 miles an hour and it's still okay. Democrat mm. Justin Slaughter introduced the bill saying that speeding isn't the only thing that uh, he would let people do. He also says he would stop police from pulling you over for expired plates or defective mirrors or no bumpers or tinted windows or broken headlights. Here's what you got to remember, Congressman or Senator, whoever you are. Probable cause. You know, the police officer may think something else is going on there. So right. The, right. The mirror or whatever may not be the reason that they're stopping you. Yep. It's called probable cause, so remember that. Why do you have to have the kind of password you do? We'll do that in the next half hour because of one guy, the kind of funky passwords we have to do. Oh, it's his okay. fault. And Reno, Nevada is named after the father of the man who invented the first escalator. They are so- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.